Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Gian. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, June 18, 2023. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions. We at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast, Podmetrics. Thank you so much, Podmetrics, for the support, and I urge everyone to support them as well. And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Good morning to all of you. In spite of that bad morning last Sunday, how do I look with this? Do I look merciful or miserable? Anyway, today, Friday, is a great day, a feast day of the most sacred heart of Jesus. All roads now lead to the Archdiocese Shrine of the most sacred heart of Jesus, Cebu City. In our Archdiocese, there are two parishes of the most sacred heart, the one in Lapu-Lapu, parish of Pahak, and the one in Bantayan, the parish of Tangkong. So we greet them all, devotees of the most sacred heart of Jesus. This coming Sunday, the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time, precisely continues the reflection on uh, the sacredness of the heart of Jesus. Homilies have been delivered during this novena of the most sacred heart and I remember in my homily, I tried to highlight the mercy of God shown in the sacred heart of Jesus, God made man. This is now what we shall try to focus on, the mercy of God in the sacred heart of Jesus. So we try to continue our reflection on this matter of God's mercy. In today's reading of the Sacred Heart, of course, even the three readings from 
St. Paul, we already are told about how, how sacred the heart of Jesus is. But I repeat, we now go to the Gospel for next Sunday. Cycle A, Matthew 9. 30 to, to na, 10, 8. That's how long the gospel is. We shall now read that gospel ourselves or listen to the reading of Ministry Still. At the sight of the crowds, Jesus' heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon from Cana, and Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Do not go into pagan territory, or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. Thank you, thank you very much for reading for us. The Gospel for next Sunday, the Sunday following this feast today of the most sacred heart of Jesus. And I repeat, I'd like to invite your attention to this matter of God's mercy shown in the sacred heart of Jesus. In this gospel, we are told by St. Matthew that when Jesus saw a large crowd of people wanting to hear him, to see him, we are told that his heart was filled with pity. I'm sorry, he says, for these people. So, heart of Jesus not only meek and humble, but also merciful. On many occasions, even in the Gospel alone, according to St. Matthew, Jesus showed to his disciples and to the crowds then how merciful he was, 
how filled with pity, moved with compassion, whenever he would see crowds, this time crowds that were abandoned by their Jewish shepherds, crowds that were troubled with so many rules and regulations imposed on them. So Jesus was moved with pity for them. On another occasion, Jesus was again with his disciples and uh, he saw another crowd who were bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the dumb, and all other sick people. And again, his heart was filled with sorrow, not only sorrow, but sympathy, pity, and compassion. So what did he do? He said to his disciples, we must feed them. They look hungry. And so out of compassion for a hungry crowd, Jesus multiplied five loaves of bread to feed about 5,000 men, not counting women and children. So Jesus showed mercy on the hungry. On another occasion, Jesus was met by a leper, a man afflicted with a dreadful disease called leprosy, who shouted, Son of David, have mercy on me. If you want, you can make me clean. And the heart of Jesus again was touched with pity. He touched the the leper, and the leprosy left him, and that man was made clean. Another occasion, there were two blind beggars. They were begging on the roadside. They could not see anybody, but they could hear when told that Jesus was passing by. So the two blind beggars shouted for help. Son of David, help us. And Jesus again moved with pity. He touched their eyes. He touched their eyes and they could see. Like amazing grace, blind, and now I can see. 
In another occasion, there was a large crowd. Jesus said to his disciples, I pity these people. They have been with me three days and they have nothing to eat. Let us feed them. So again he multiplied seven loaves of bread to feed men, women, and children. He was merciful to the hungry. On another occasion, we had Jesus in a town called Nain. A funeral match, a funeral procession carrying a dead man was going out of the town to the cemetery and behind was the widow. The dead man was his only son, young man. And when Jesus saw the widow crying, his heart was filled with pity, with mercy, with compassion. And uh, he walked over to the men carrying the coffin. He touched the coffin and said, Young man, get up. And by his power as God, Jesus raised up from the dead the only son of a widow. When he began to talk, Jesus brought him and gave him back to his mother. On other occasion, Jesus was always placing himself in the shoes of the miserable. Remember the works of mercy. Jesus placed himself in the shoes of the least of his brethren. I was hungry, I was thirsty, I was homeless, I was naked, I was sick, I was in prison in the least of my brethren. So we can see that Jesus himself not only preached about mercy, he practiced it. He not only experienced how to be merciful, but he expressed it to his disciples. He was teaching them to be merciful as the Father is merciful. That's what Jesus said. Be merciful as my Father is merciful. Of course, we cannot be as merciful as the Father. We cannot even do whatever Jesus was doing. But we can, if we are now told to be merciful, we can do not what Jesus did, but how he did it. He always made himself available to people so that people could approach him. 
In other words, he placed himself, he would place himself in the shoes of the miserable. This is the, the characteristic of the merciful Jesus. Always available anywhere and approachable by anyone. When he therefore taught his disciples, not only with authority but by example, we must now try to learn from the example of Jesus, Jesus himself. Our mercy, therefore, our being merciful to the miserable, must also challenge us to be near and dear to the miserable. Remember, Jesus has told his disciples, by the mere fact that you are my disciples, you are the salt of the earth. But then the salt has to be mixed with whatever to be, make, to be given the flavor. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. But the light has to enlighten the darkness. The salt and the light must mix in what is to be salted and flavored and enlightened. Next Sunday's Gospel cycle B, St. Mark, there is a, a recorded incident when Jesus said, the, uh, there is uh, this man sowing seed on the ground. The seed, in order to grow, must be sown on the ground. So the merciful, in order to give what is needed by the miserable, must also be sown on the miserable. Jesus also said in that parable of the mustard seed, the mustard seed is a very small seed, but it has to be sown on the ground. It can become big and branch out, etc. So again, you have to be sown, the merciful in the miserable. In the Gospel, according to St. Luke, Jesus also precisely said that Jesus was invited by a Pharisee. Remember, the Pharisees were enemies of the Jews, but Jesus accepted the invitation to have dinner with him. Why? Because Jesus saw an occasion as if he was thrown into this occasion for performing a work of mercy because there was a woman of ill repute who came to the dinner 
and uh, anointed the feet of Jesus, crying. And Jesus said to her, Woman, your faith has made you. Because you are repentance, go and sin no more. So again, Jesus accepted the invitation to dine with a Pharisee in order to grab the opportunity to perform a work of mercy. So therefore, if we also have been told to be merciful to the miserable, let our mercy be not just a word in our vocabulary, but it should be in truth and in deed a work of mercy. Feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, giving shelter to the homeless, giving clothing to the naked, giving treatment to the sick, and a visit to the prisoner. So, thanks to the sacred heart of Jesus, who has given us a very good example, many examples as a matter of fact, on being merciful. We cannot close our eyes or ears to what we see and can hear about how miserable some people are. At Mass, we make mention of the word mercy several times. Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lamb of God who takes who take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us, have mercy on us, have mercy on us, give us peace. But let us say what we mean. Action is what is needed, not just words. So here I stop for some of you. Reflections which you may have made or questions that you may ask. And now, words from our sponsor. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500YOCCBU so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast.
Happy Fiesta, Moons. Happy Fiesta. Thank you for your emphasizing the merciful heart of Jesus. Without His divine mercy, all the evil in the world would be unstoppable. Jesus did not preach mercy, but practice it. Salamat, Jesus. Yes, ko. that's true. Be merciful as my Father is merciful as far as we can imitate the Father on Jesus Christ, the God-made man. Another question, Yon. Good morning, Kayo. Today we celebrate the sacred heart of Jesus. Is this the only body part of Jesus that has a solemnity, Mons? No. As a matter of fact, we already have the solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Christ. So now we have the solemnity of the sacred heart of Jesus. We already had the solemnity of the Blessed Trinity and the Son of Man is the second person. So, when, for example, when we have Jesus as titular in our parish, we must seek, we must seek the sacred heart of Jesus, for example, in Señor Santo Niño. It's the same heart of Jesus in Santo Niño as a child. Then we have Christ the King. Again, we have the sacred heart of Jesus as Christ the King. And in another parish, we have Jesus, the sacred heart of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament on the Holy Cross and in the agony in the garden. So there are five, five Jesuses, the five Christs under different titles, but you can see that each one of them has a sacred heart as Santo Nino, as Christ the King in the Blessed Sacrament, on the Holy Cross, and the agony in the garden. Another your The Sacred Heart of Jesus gives us many examples on how to be merciful. I believe most that charity begins at home. As most of my time and efforts is in taking care of my elderly grandparents, may Jesus sustain me and my family, and may I be more merciful and grateful towards them. That's true. Presence. Presence at home. Not only physical presence, but active presence at home. Because sometimes you may have a day off, but then you are inside your room, 
You're locked inside. Your presence is very passive. You must be present actively if you want to show mercy, to place yourself in the shoes of the miserable. And remember, many sons and daughters lock themselves up in rooms because they have something they have something bad that has been done to them or by them. So, father and mother must, like good shepherds, knock on their doors and see what exactly is happening. Active presence of both parents and all children. Another question. Japa. How do we cultivate compassion when it is not as so naturally developed in our daily life? As I said, the first step to compassion, you know, mercy, pity, sympathy, compassion, they mean the same thing. But the first thing you must learn is precisely to see, open your eyes to see who is miserable. Let's take a lesson from the parable of the good Samaritan. He was a Samaritan, an enemy of the Jews, and yet when he saw someone by the wayside, he did not ask him, are you a Jew or a Samaritan? No. A person wounded, but he saw. That's why his heart was moved with pity. He got off his horse and then went to him and met his need. And his need was that his wounds had to be treated. And not only that, once treated, he put him on his horse, he carried him to an inn, he stayed with him in the inn. In other words, his work of mercy was made perfect. Like these servants at Cana of Galilee, they filled the six stone jars with water to the brim. Let us try to perform our works of mercy perfectly as well as we can. A reflection here. Hi, Moons. Hi. Nindoto imong giingon that we have to be available anywhere and anytime. You have to be sown into the miserable to be merciful. Wow. Yeah. We have to be near and dear to the miserable. They could be your parents or they could be your children. And see how far are you from them. 
let's take some of our non-practicing Catholics. They are our brothers and sisters in faith. How have we gone near to them? Or are we avoiding them, fleeing from them? We must mix with them like salt and like light, like seed sown on the ground, like mustard seed, however small, sown on the ground. I remember the story of a, a woman, uh, a donya, carrying a, a big bag, Gucci. After Mass, when she got out, she saw some beggars at the door. She went straight to the office and found the parish priest and said, Father, with her hands on her breast, said, Father, I pity those beggars on the floor, on the, at the door. And Father said, that hand of yours on your breast should be inside your bag to pick up whatever you can give. It's not enough to feel pity. You must try to do it. Another question, Your Yeah. Good morning, Mons. Good morning. I gave a beggar a piece of cake, but she threw it back into the car because she wanted money instead. What can you say about that? Again, again. I gave a beggar a piece of cake, but she threw it back into the car because she wanted money instead. What can you say about that? That's true. The beggars cannot be choosers. The beggars cannot choose. It is the merciful who can choose what to give. But we must see to it that the, what the miserable need. For example, again back to the parable of the Good Samaritan. When the Good Samaritan saw that the man was lying half dead, he tried to discover what exactly was needed first. Was it transportation? Was it what? But the wounds, he needed treatment on his wounds. That's why when we also have beggars around us, we must know also, do some research, what exactly do we need? You give them casserola. That may not be what they need. They need isdao to be cooked. We need to research or to search for what is needed in families. There are poor families, but we do not exactly know what is their priority need. 
So this guy, true, he, needs, he has been begging, and that's what he needs, money. Of course, we know that money is misused for gambling, for shabu, etc. But no better. For all you know, this guy is not hungry. But he needs money maybe to buy something else. We need to know what the miserable needs. Another reflection, Nyor. Thank you for your reflections, Nyor. Many titles of Jesus, but all titles with his sacred heart. Yeah. You can. Remember, you cannot take the sacred heart of Jesus out of his person. That's why we have said, I have said, that the sacred heart of Jesus as Señor Santo Nino, the person, as Christ the King, the person. You cannot take out the sacred heart out of his being person. That's why the strict discipline to our devotion is precisely this. The heart must be inside the person of Jesus. Another... Yeah. A great field demons may we know your stand or attitude towards tribe who filled their youngster See? some no, again again may? may we know your stand or attitude towards the tribe who filled their youngster See? some carrying a small child while they beg on the street i heard them I heard their men strong but idle, waiting at home for the women to bring back their income. It's about what? About children on the street? Yes. Mga babay, ray, manguan nyo ba? Mag, mangayog koan. Ano sa mga, parehas sa madyaw ba? O niya ilang asawa o urbana? Naras balay mga ligon pa kay Glawas. The poor also have commandments to obey. To be lazy, to be indolent is against that commandment. We know that there are mothers who play mahjong while their children are out on the streets begging that should be stopped but we should go and be near to them that may learn a lesson you must have observed that in Cebu there is a city ordinance that we cannot give to individuals on the streets children or mothers with children 
Who that, to whom therefore should we give? We give them to the agencies, the Caritas, the Red Cross, the, the SWD, because they are the ones who know better these beggars. So, individually, we may not give to individuals, but individually you can give to agencies. This is one good habit of Archbishop Teofilo Kamomo. I remember a table when Cardinal Vidal reminded him, Archbishop, remember you are now in Cebu after resigning from Cagayan de Oro, and we know that you have the good habit, virtue of giving individually to beggars on the streets. I remember Archbishop Topilo Kamomut said, but Cardinal, individuals go to heaven, not agencies. So we must individually, he said, give. But then the Cardinal said, yes, you are giving individually, but through an agency. Anyway, they understood each other. So this is it. Let us continue to read about and reflect on the Sacred Heart of Jesus this week. As a matter of fact, that's what every solemnity should make us think and talk and do. Like the solemnity of the Blessed Trinity was on a Sunday, but then we should think and talk about it Monday to Saturday. Solemnity of the secret of the most holy body and blood of Christ on Sunday, then meditate on it till Saturday, etc. My last question, yeah. yeah. How may we connect the second heart of Jesus to the Immaculate Heart of Mary? Well, as you know, Jesus was born through Mary. But when they stand, it's always Jesus higher than Mary. Jesus ascended to heaven by himself, but Mary had to be assumed by Jesus as God to heaven. Immaculate heart of Mary, immaculate sacred heart of Jesus. Precisely, there was an attempt to make them allied, the so-called alliance of the two hearts. I remember very well because I was part and parcel of this effort. But then theologians told us that they cannot be allied, standing on the same footing. Jesus is the sacred heart to whom we pray. Mary is the immaculate heart through whom we pray. We ask her 
to pray for us to the Sacred Heart. So the alliance of the two hearts as an attempt to besides behind behind the attempt was the desire for the church to declare Mary as co-redemptrix. But no, but you can say, no, only Jesus is redeemer. Mary is co-mediatrix. She can mediate, intercede, be patron saint for us. So we must understand the doctrine of the church on this. Read the catechism of the Catholic Church. It's all there. I think I have said enough about this matter of being merciful to the miserable by trying our best to be always near and dear them to know their needs and to meet them accordingly. So, let us now pause for our final blessing. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Once more, I say welcome to our next Bible study online. Coming Friday, God willing. Bye-bye. Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast for your ears only. I am Brother Guillen signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all and to God be the glory. You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host, Brother Guillen, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time, 